Good evening and a very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you for joining us here on the Football Out West Show, episode 94, season four. And my name is Tonchi Prusak and a very good evening to you, Craig. Craig Filer, how are you? Yes, very well, Tonch. You? Nice cold night, nice winter's night. And we've got a great show to, to warm the cockles of your heart, folks. I'm very good, uh, Craig. I uh, had a great weekend. I uh, even managed to have a bit of a social life last night, a friend's 50th birthday. I don't really get a chance these days much. Um, some great football action uh, at community level. And um, the little Tuckers are um, doing really well today. Um, coached the team. And I'll, look, when we, when we go into the mid-season break on top of that, I'm pretty happy. So uh, I'm, I can't complain. What about? About yourself, Craig, I hear you had a very good win on the weekend. And tell us yeah, a bit more about Yeah, we did have a good weekend, uh, Tonch. Spent the night out with the family on Friday night in the city, which is the first time we've done for ooh, t- t- probably t- just over two years, maybe two and a half years since I've been to the city and had a, had a night out. Yeah. And the first time we t- we had a night out in the in the casino with the kids because they weren't, or one of them certainly wasn't old enough last time. So uh, we had a good <laughs> night on we had a good night on Saturday. And then obviously yesterday we uh, we had the game. So uh, today, nice and nice and relaxing. Absolutely. Now, we've got a fantastic show tonight. We've got some great guests, and we've also had a late substitution. Craig, tell us who are our guests for tonight. Yeah, we have. Uh, unfortunately for us, uh, Michael Lynch, who was on the show last week, um, unfortunately can't make it this evening. So we've got a last-minute last, uh, last minute substitution, and we've got the Professional Football Association co-CEO, Bo Bush, who's going to join us around uh, about uh, quarter to eight, alongside the former Technical Director of Football Australia, Rob Sherman, as we continue the, uh, the debate and the discussions around the state of uh, football in Australia. From Kings of Oceania to Asian Minos behind the Socceroos decline, that's been the basis of our, our discussion last week that we had with uh, Michael Lynch and we also had that with uh, with um, Rob Sherman and that's going to be the basis of our discussion, a big discussion and it's great we've got the co-CEO of Pro- the Professional Footballers Association, Bo Bush, joining us that little later on. That's all in the uh the, the press the press club the press show press box, uh, press box sorry I'll <laughs> get that right uh, but in the meantime we've got a massive max, massive weekend roundup to, to get through so um, we're not going to um, waste too much time we're going to get onto that very very shortly after this break big shout out to our major sponsors for the year Caroline Springs George Cross home of the award-winning Georgies on Vista Bistro big shout out to Mark and the crew down at Caroline Springs, George Cross. Um, without them, we certainly would not have been able to uh, bring you the Football Out West show in 2022. So we're going to have a quick break, little messages from our sponsors, and when we return, it's the Weekend Roundup. Don't go away, folks. Oop. You find authentic Maltese cuisine? At Georgie's on Vista, in the heart of Fraser Eyes. We have a menu to suit everyone, which includes kids' and seniors' meals, and a cocktail list that will need you to come back several times to get through. Our specialty nights are a big hit. Tuesday is $20 Palmer night with a selection of Palmers to choose from. Kids eat free Wednesday night. With every paid adult meal, you get one free kids' meal. Thursday is Maltese night. Check out the Maltese specials on our specials board. And Friday night, we have happy hour between 5.30 to 6.30 p.m., be sure to book your table to avoid disappointment. Bookings can be made via our website, georgiesonvista.com.au. See you at Georgies on Vista. You'll find us at Caroline Springs, George Cross. 
Apologies on Vista is in the heart of Fraser Rise. You'll find us at Caroline Springs George Cross. Looking for a bit of fun with your meals? Tuesday night is bingo night. Bingo books are $2, eyes down at 7 And we have a special bingo menu for you to choose from, so be sure to get in early and grab a bite to eat beforehand. Friday night is poker night. Registration is from 6.30pm, with poker starting at 7.30pm. Why not join us beforehand for happy hour? Kicks off at 5.30. We're also on Uber Eats, so you can enjoy your favourite Georgie's meals in the comfort of your own home. Find us on the app. Dining in? Be sure to book your table to avoid disappointment. Bookings can be made via our website, georgiesonvista.com.au. Welcome back to the Football Out West Show. So, on Friday night, we had three games, all draws, and we'll start off scoreless draws because we don't have any footage of the scoreless draws. South Melbourne and Green Gully. Let's go through that one first up. Yeah, um, I suppose uh, at the top of the table clash. We suppose first versus uh, first versus fourth as they as they were, um, and then nil nil draw down there at Lakeside Stadium. Uh, uh, um, probably a fair result. Looking at the uh, the highlights of the game, um, both teams had uh, plenty of chances, but a, a pretty cagey game all up, and uh, obviously a nil nil result resulted in uh, in one point for each of the uh, the respective teams. Now a bit of a a bit of a shock, I guess, if you like. Um, Bentley Greens uh, they hosted Hume City at the Kingston Heath Soccer Complex. They were probably expected to do a lot better, but Hume City a gutsy and tenacious effort. They drew a point, and actually, as a result of that point, they've now managed to jump out of the relegation zone, well, albeit temporarily, but nonetheless, a nil-all draw against Bentley Greens at Kingston Heath. Not a bad result, is it? Yeah, look, it's a good result. Um, Goran Lozovsky has gone in there and uh, and changed a few things, got a, f- a few new players uh, come through the door, and uh, it's a good result for them. You know, it's a result that's, you know, one point. One point is better than anything at this stage of the season. And, you know, um, away on the road down at Bentley Greens is never an easy uh, and there's never an easy task, Tons. But, uh, yeah, a good point for them, um, and it'll set them up for, for next week fixture. Absolutely. Now, the big game on, on, on Friday night, at night stadium was the Croatian Derby, Melbourne Knights and St. Albans Saints. And uh, this is where we start our um, fo- footage roundup, if you like, Craig. Yeah, um, a 1-1 draw here. Um, goal here for George Ott in the uh, in the 41st minute, just before half-time. A uh, bit of a clangor there from uh, Michael Grilich at the back for, for St. Albans. Um, and George Ott, uh, new to the club, uh, popped in and got his, uh, his first goal on 42 minutes and and set up the uh, the second half nicely. Um, unfortunately for Knights, they couldn't hold on to that uh, onto that lead. And a fantastic run here from uh, from Joey Monarch on the on the left hand side, and a great clip ball into the into the six yard box for for Adam Odder to uh, to get the equaliser. So uh, a great result for uh, for St Albans on the road, Croatian derby, a local derby as well, and uh, yeah, one all that finished. Moved along into onto Saturday afternoon at Avenger Park. A huge, well, it was a golf fest. It started off slowly. Um, I think it was one one at one stage between uh, Eastern Lions and and Avondale FC. But uh, you, say once started they... off, you, you say started off slowly. Yeah, uh, Eastern Lions took a surprise lead just on three minutes there, uh, with Costa and Manuel getting the early goal. But uh, yeah, from from then on, it was uh, it was all Avondale um, comfortably running out uh, five winners up there at Avenger Park. 
um, some sloppy defence from uh, from uh, from Eastern Lions on a number of occasions, and um, young uh, Manny Agek um, getting his uh, his his hat trick. Um, had his chance over the last couple of weeks at Avondale through injuries, with a number of injuries, and uh, certainly uh, staked a claim there for a regular a regular start with um, yeah three goals. Uh, Christian Trzeszewski and Liston Diaz getting the others for for Avondale. Avondale moves into fourth spot with thirty four points. I wonder how they're going on last year's ladder. I've got no idea. If anyone does, <laughs> shoot us a comment in the comment section. Uh, Eastern Lions firmly entrenched to the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, uh, just on that. I'll be relegated. On, yeah, on that uh, last year, I believe um, somebody will quote me. I'm sure uh, Brenton will, will come on, but I'm pretty sure that Oakley, um, Oakley are just winning that now. Uh, but I think there's one game left on the on the ladder, which comes up in the next week or so. I think. Um, okay. So we'll we'll know we'll know in the next couple of weeks uh, who who actually wins the. Seems weird, doesn't it? Who wins the 2021? <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, that's fun and games. But let's not worry about last year. Let's worry about this year. As we said, Avondale, big winners over over um, uh, the hapless Eastern Lions. On to the Dandenong Derby, Dandenong City versus Dandenong Thunder, Craig. Yeah, um, I spoke to uh, Dandenong Th- uh, Thunder's coach, David Chick, uh, earlier on this afternoon, actually, and uh, get a bit of information about this goal. And uh, great, uh, great first goal, new signing, Scott Lockhead gets, uh, gets a volley before, uh, uh, before Dandenong City uh, got back into it. Um, some tenacious play down the, uh, down the left-hand side and a, and a ball into the box for uh, Denise um, to, uh, to put away just inside the six-yard box. We'll see that coming up shortly, but um, there we go. Great goal. That was that was then back down to uh, to one one, and then in the uh, in the second half, game opened up a little bit more, and Dandenong uh, Thunder um, two good goals actually. Uh, one from uh, from James Pools, uh, James Pool coming up, a ball over the top. Look at the state on that pitch, by the way. That's uh, yeah. Uh, best league in Victoria, and uh, that's what teams have to play on week in week out. It's a, it's a uh, disgrace, really, isn't it? But uh, James yeah, Paul, there, gonna... goal on forty-seven <laughs> minutes. So whatever team talk uh, uh, Lube had with um, Dandenong City at halftime, shortly certainly went out the window. And then Scott Outlet, Scott Lockhead, who's uh, who's a left-footed player, by the way, has uh, has just put in a. a uh, a scorcher from uh, from twenty meters into the into the bottom corner to uh, to to win the game three one. Moving on to the Greek derby, Port Melbourne versus Oakley Cannons, and it all started very very early in the second minute. Um, before you knew it, the Oakley Cannons had taken a lead. Now we spoke to Adam Pittick last week on the show. Uh, Port Melbourne were doing really really well this year, but and they're looking forward to this game. But the Cannons they were very quick off the blo- off the mark and. Uh, Indian recorded a 3-1 win, but, um, yeah, they're looking really, really um, potent, aren't they, the, the Cannons up? Yeah, right? they are. I've seen them a number of times this yeah. year, Tonch, and commentated on them a number of times, and they're a very, very well-organised organized side. Uh, coincidentally, um, um, Daniel Clark scored the first goal inside a minute, but just 30 seconds prior to that, straight after kickoff, uh, Port Melbourne had a fantastic opportunity um, that they squirmed and, you know, they went straight up the other end and and, and put the ball in the back of the net. But um, some good goals there scored. Daniel Clark with two and uh, 
uh, the formidable uh, Joe Guest getting the other one there for a 3-1 win on the road for for Oakley Cannons. Yeah, big result for them, that. And they'll be a bit disappointed one for, for Adam Piddock. And, you know, he's pretty it's buoyant last week. Yeah, he was pretty buoyant last week. And, um, yeah, this would have uh, this would have hurt because it's at home and it's one of the title contenders as well. So, As we said, a late consolation goal there. But last but not least, Eltona Magic versus... Heidelberg United at Paisley Park. And the Burgers, they're doing really, really well, just notching up win after win after win. Um, uh, did you watch any of this game, Craig? No, I didn't. Uh, but again, I've spoken to a couple of people and, um, you know, it was, a, um, I think, Heidelberg. That goal was coming very um, early in the first half. Uh, it'd been coming for a while. Adrian Zaha, Zara, rather, getting his, I think, his eighth goal of the season, um, putting uh, Hume United... Uh, one nil up, and uh, essentially that was the uh, the three points for them. And as you said, Tonch, you know they've been going about going at it quite nicely. Heidelberg over the last few weeks, getting results, got their strong squad back now, and um, yep, they they cemented their place in the uh, in the top six. Um, and some big games to come up on the weekend. Yeah, three points clear of seventh place Bentley Greens. Um, a slightly better goal difference, but that can change very, very quickly. But there you go, folks. You can see the standing. South Melbourne on top, 44. Oakley Cannons uh, closing that gap a little bit. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, 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 an enthralling battle for that uh, minor premier. Um, slot, Port Melbourne Sharks, Avondale, Green Gully and Heidelberg United making up the top six. Now, at the other end of the table... Dandenong City and Hume City have swapped places. Um, yeah, and I think that that's going to be just as exciting a battle for that last remaining safe spot, if you like, or if you like, the, the last um, remaining relegation spot, Eastern Lions, as we said. Unless some, some dramatic miracle happens, um, they are staring down um, def- you know, relegation. But uh, Dandenong City, Hume City... It's going to be important over the next few weeks, definitely. Let's look at round 20, Craig. Yeah, just on, um, just, just on that, Tonch. If you look at, um, you know, Dandenong City's, and I was looking at this this afternoon of, you know, they're running. Uh, Dandenong City have got uh, Oakley Cannons. Then they got Altona Magic, Port Melbourne Sharks, Heidelberg, Avondale, South Men- oh, Melbourne, gosh. and Bentley Greens. Um, Not looking good. You wouldn't fancy your chances um, out of that. You know, six of the seven games there, or seven of the eight games there, are going to be um, a, a pushing for that top six spot. So it's going to be a very difficult task for uh, for Dandenong City. But you know, as long as as long as they're in touch of uh, of, Dan, of, um, of uh, Hume City, they'll think they've got a they've, they think they've got a chance. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see that over the next couple of weeks. Well, um, Brenton Ray does come in with the goods, as he does week in, week out. Oakley Cannons now two points ahead of Avondale FC with one game to play. Okay, wonder, I'm wondering which, which round that is. Uh, this Friday, Oakley Cannons are at home to Dandenong City, a tough game there, uh, the Eastern Suburbs Derby or the Southeastern Suburbs Derby. That's at Jack Edwards Reserve at 8.30 p.m. Green Gully at home to Bentley Greens. Well, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a really, really interesting one. Gully, um, buoyed by their result against South Melbourne, they host uh, the the Greens at Green Gully Reserve. Mate, yeah, you, I'm not you, sure. I'm not. I'm not sure what will happen with that one, Tonch. Um, whether that game w- will get postponed or moved or or whatever, because Green Gully are in um, uh, Australia Cup action on Tuesday evening um, against Heidelberg uh, for that finals um, 
or the semi-final of the Doherty Cup. So yeah. um, it'll be really interesting whether they play Tuesday and Friday night um, or whether mm-hmm. the team will, uh, will get moved. I suppose we'll, we'll find out more over the, over the coming days. Yeah, absolutely. Well, anyway, at the moment, that game is scheduled for the Friday night. It's a green gully at home to Bentley Greens, the Battle of the Greens, if you like, the Green Derby. Uh, Oakley Cannons hosting Dandenong City. And then uh, we move on to Saturday, Avondale at home to Dandenong Thunder. Um, Avondale FC, as we saw, in in, in unbelievably good red-hot form. Now, they're once again back at Avenger Park against Dandenong Thunder. Now, look, Dandenong Thunder, they defeated um, Dandenong City, but... Look, they've got Melbourne Knights, Altona Magic, St. Albans Saints all breathing down their neck. It's an important game for Thunder. They, they really need to sort of, uh, if, if they harbour any slim chance of, of finishing in the top six, they're going to need a really good run of results starting, I guess, with, um, well, they, they did it on the weekend against Dan Nong City, but they need this one against Avondale. Um, what are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, um... Look, I think Dandenong Thunder are probably where they expect to be. Um, I don't think they would really honestly have thought at the start of the season uh, that they would be in a top six. It's, um, you know, they probably don't have the, the spend that some of the other teams have and they've got a, a lot of youngsters um, in that in that group uh, at Thunder. Um, they've had a lot of injuries as well, I know that, and they've had players playing out of position. So, you know, where they are is where they are. Uh, but you're right, Todd, you know, a, a win... Uh, away at Avondale will will almost secure their promotion. Uh, their promotion. They're, they're standing in uh, MPL next year. I think they're safe enough um, already. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you're, well, you know, you're twelve points, twelve points ahead of uh, of Hume City in in twelfth place. So they're probably safe already. But a win on um, a win on Saturday will give them slimber, slender hopes of getting into the top six and uh, and and obviously further further enhance their uh, MPL standings for next year. Yeah, it's going to be top versus bottom at Gardner's Creek Reserve on Saturday afternoon at 3pm when Eastern Lions take on South Melbourne. We don't hold much hope for the hosts there, South Melbourne. However, they need a win here because Oakley Cannons are breathing down their necks. And look, by that stage, they'll know if Oakley Cannons are uh, temporarily on top because if Oakley defeat uh, Dandong City on Friday, they'll, they'll jump to outright top spot with the game extra. Uh, but uh, an important game for South to win. Altona Magic at home to Port Melbourne Sharks. Uh, this should be an interesting one, Craig. 6 p.m. at Paisley Park. Uh, Port Melbourne, uh, the Wounded Sharks. Um, and Altona Magic also narrowly lost to the Burgers. This is going to be a good game, this one. Yeah, it will be. It's a local derby, isn't it? There's not uh, there's not a lot between uh, Altona and Port Melbourne, so uh, there'll be a good crowd down there. Um yeah, look, it's a it's a difficult difficult one to call this one. Um, you know, I've watched a lot of Magic this year. Um, scoring has been their problem. If you um, if you look at their uh, their goals goals for uh, versus against, it's um, it's not it's not healthy. That's been their biggest issue. And obviously, when you're not scoring goals, it puts massive uh, pressures on your on your backline. So, um, you know, maybe maybe Magic's got uh, something in the pipeline this week uh, to maybe bring a player or two in. Um, but yeah, that'll be a that'll be a very interesting game. It's a third, third versus tenth, and again, you know, Altona need the win there. They need to uh, to ensure that you know they don't they don't have any slip ups coming into the end of the season and and secure their status for for uh, for next year. Another game that's really important, I guess, more so for the Melbourne Knights. Well, no, I take that back for both sides. Hume City um, hosting Melbourne Knights, the Saturday night, seven pm at Valley Park um, Centre. Um, 
Hume City need to get away from Dandenong City. At the same time, Melbourne Knights have got a very, very slim chance of, 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 of getting near the top six. But they could do their sister club, Dandenong City, a huge favour by defeating Hume City. The last time these, these two sides met at Summer Street, Melbourne Knights ran out easy winners, 3-0 over Hume City. I don't think, I don't think they're going to have it all their way, the Knights. They've had a very indifferent season this year. And uh, Goran Lozanovsky, well, he'll be really keen to uh, to uh, work on, on, on uh, I guess, Hume City's good result against Bentley Greens last uh, this weekend. Craig, tough game. How do you see this one? Yeah, it is, again, another tough one. Uh, another tough one to call. Um, obviously, Melbourne Knights have got the... Uh, the, the points in the bag, but you're right. They've um, they've been very up and down this year. Probably not where Knights fans and certainly Coach Steve Babbage thought that they would be come the start of the season. I actually thought they put a very good squad together for this year, but it just hasn't happened for them. Anthony Frangie's left this week and uh, and gone off to Dandenong Thunder. So um, maybe again, you know, Knights have got some some plans afoot for the next couple of days before the transfer window opens. And for Hume City. Again, it's a huge result. It's a huge game for them, isn't it? You know, they they get a win there. Nice. You know, they then potentially only uh, only you know four points, five points behind St Albans in eleventh. But it gives them that daylight between Dandenong City. Should Dandenong City fail against uh, against Oakley Cannons, but they'll know that because obviously they're playing on the Friday yeah. evening. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be an interesting, very, very interesting round of matches starting off next Friday, folks. Um, really looking forward to it. Um, it's just we're getting towards the business end of the season. Look, folks, we're going to take a very, very short break. When we return, we'll be looking at MPL 2, MPL 3 and State League 1. And then after that, we're going to um, continue with the press box tonight. A riveting discussion being planned, no doubt. I, I see a lot of people are very active in the chat. Um, and uh, Brenton Ray, as always, providing us and the viewers at home with a lot of, lot of information. And there he goes. The round of 32 is going to be um, televised live on 10 Play this Wednesday night from 7.30 p.m. Uh, there's, a, there's a website link there as well where it says key dates confirmed. So that's going to be something else that's going to be happening this week. Uh, lots happening as we get into the business end of the Australia Cup. Folks, don't go away. We'll be right back straight after these short messages from our major sponsor, Georgie's on Vista. Looking for a space for your next function? At Georgie's on Vista, our function room caters for all types of functions. Milestone birthdays, special religious occasions, work functions, hens or bachelor nights, baby showers, or whatever reason you decide is a good idea to get together with family and friends. Contact our friendly staff who will help you put together a menu that will suit your special occasion. Inquiries can be made via our website, georgiesonvista.com.au. Georgies on Vista, in the heart of Fraser Rise. You'll find us at Caroline Springs, George Cross. Welcome back to the Football Outwear Show. It has been a fantastic journey over the last four years, Craig. I just look at that 94 episodes. We're getting ever so close to the 100th episode. Uh, and that's planned for uh, well, possibly that, that 100th episode will be happening, I'd say. Oh, let's have a look at the dates. Sometime in August of this year, early early to mid-August. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. We're going to, I'm sure, going to have a massive, massive show. So thank you to everyone who has either sponsored us or who has been um, any of the clubs that have supported us over the years. And indeed, you, the viewers, thank you so much for being a part of it. Without further ado, Craig, let's move on now to NPL2. Now, the NPL2 is a really unusual kind of a league. 
on any day, anyone can win anyone. Um, yeah, let's let's look at the some of the results that happened in the NPL two over the weekend. A lot of uh, interesting results, a lot of strange results indeed, um, and probably the most important thing that, that with North Geelong at the top of the competition standings have now opened up a rather significant five-point gap thanks to Brunswick Juventus and their win over second-place Moreland City. Let's look at the ladder. Craig, tell us more about what went on in NPL 2 football over the weekend. Yeah, we'll start up on Friday night, uh, Tonch, with uh, the big uh, um, Moreland, uh, Moreland uh, derby uh, with uh, Brunswick Juventus, Juventus formerly um, um, uh, Moreland Zebras, uh, defeating uh, Moreland City 4 1. Um, up there at CB wow. Smith Reserve, a game oh. that was uh, was live on on MPL TV. Um, strange game, real strange game, because uh, Melbourne, uh, Moreland City actually played some fantastic football and were probably the better football inside. Um, but they were there were times when they played football in the wrong areas at the wrong times and 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 simply got overturned and uh, and got penalised uh, heavily with a. As I said, a four-one win. J.K. Uh, with two, Matthew Watley and Alexandra Canila scoring for uh, for Brunswick City, and uh, Chris Theodor- Theodorakopoulos scoring for uh, Melbourne City with a ninetieth-minute penalty. But a huge win for Juventus. Um, I think you know a loss there probably would have put them, you know, out of a you know promotion um, opportunity. I think. And it certainly would have cemented Moreland's uh, cities if they'd got the three points. There would have been, you know, a big five-point gap between them and Boleyn Lions. So, um, missed opportunity for Moreland City, but um, um, a thankful, uh, thankful win for Juventus, who uh, who was fully in the uh, in the hunt for promotion now. Yeah, especially since they've changed their name, they are looking the goods. Brunswick Juventus are uh, really trying to recapture glory of yesteryear. Uh, there at CB Smith Reserve. Now, Northcote City, big, big winners over Kingston City, 5-2, in fact. That was at the uh, John Kane Reserve on um, on the weekend on Saturday. Northcote City, they're, 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 they're another unusual team. I mean, six wins, three draws and six losses. They've really had a, a, a topsy-turvy, up-and-down sort of a year, Craig. Yeah, I think you know at the start of the season you probably would have put Northcote up there as one of the, of the one of the favourites, and it, for, for whatever reason, simply hasn't happened for them. Uh, they've bought uh, four or five players in uh, last week, um, hoping to uh, to better give a bit of a push. Look, it's going to be a big ask for them. They're six points behind fifth place, uh, fifth, fifth place, Pasca Vale. Uh, but as you said earlier, Tanch, it's a strange league. Who knows in this in this league what's uh, what's going to happen? But uh, yeah, a five-two win at home against. Uh, uh, Kingston City, Dennis Menelou scoring a hat-trick. Kevin Lynch and Luke Lofts, Lofts uh, getting the goals for Northcote. And Giuseppe Marifiotti and Phil Petreski getting the goals for, for Kingston City. Now, Brunswick City, they took on Pasco Vala Dunstan Reserve. The score there was 1-1. Uh, two points lost for Pasco Vala, but uh, Brunswick City did very, very well. Um, and sometimes you, you really have to rub your eyes and think, are they actually in 10th place? They've really given some teams a good run for their money. And also Lang Warren, they're a tough team, Craig. And we we saw Lang Warren in action last week against North Geelong down in Geelong. We commentated that game. They held Bulleen Lions to a 1-1 result. And they've got a very, very well-organised, particularly the defensive unit. 
Um, 1-1 for Brunswick City and 1-1 for Lang Warren. Two good results for Brunswick and Lang Warren. Not so much for Pasco Vale and Bulleen Lions. Tell us more. Yeah, Brunswick City. Um, look, I think I'll, I'll go on record as saying I think they're probably the unluckiest team in uh, in MPL. Um, Avondale will uh, will argue and uh, the case and perhaps Preston Lions, but um, Brunswick City were on top of uh, on top of the ladder when uh, COVID hit, and um, unfortunately for them, that's had a, an adverse effect on on them. Um, uh, struggled struggled this year. Uh, Ricardo, their coach, uh, leaving a few weeks ago, and a new coach uh, coming in uh, to take his place. And um, yeah, they've struggled this year. But uh, a one-one, a good one-one uh, result against Pascavale. Uh, haven't got mm. the goal for Brunswick, but Foster Hasoy. Uh, scoring the uh, the the goal for Pascavale that keeps him in the in the in the hunt. But again, as you said, two two uh, two points lost uh, there for um, for for Pascavale. Lang Warren, uh, you're right, Tonch. You know we watched them last week. Um, good side, well organised. Even though they had a few players missing when we watched them, um, a good one-one draw with uh, um, third place Berlin Lions. Um, Marwin Nilo scoring for uh, for Lang Warren and Luke Pavlou scoring for Berlin Lions who who are also in their tonch. It's going to be very tight at the top. You know you can Absolutely. see those top five are really um, top five are really pushing for those for automatic two uh, um, two automatic places. I guess the real concern for Moreland City who are in second spot is that their goal difference is not that good at, at positive eight compared to Berlin Lions positive twenty. Pasco Val positive 16, even Brunswick Juventus positive 12. Um, all it takes is one good win, one big win, and we've seen a lot of the goals. There's, you know, In this league, there's a lot of goals being scored. Um, but, yeah, very interesting. At the other end of the table as well, it's, it's just as interesting. Manningham United, they've really jumped a couple of spots now after defeating Werribee City 2-1 there at Petty's Reserve yesterday. 2-1, um, they've now pushed Werribee City into 11th spot. Um, the, just remembering this year, the t- the bottom two sides then go into a playoff against sides three and four in um, NPL three, uh, because next year we are going to have expanded fourteen team leagues in both the NPL two and NPL three competitions. Manningham United Blues good win over Werribee City, but mate, there must be a real lot of cause for concern um, with the bees. They really are struggling, and um, second last position now, three points off the pace, and with a really, really bad goal difference. Not looking good for Werribee City, is it, Craig? No, it's not. Tonch. They've uh, they've gone on a horrendous run. I can't remember what the uh, what the number of games are, but it's 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 ridiculous. Something like twelve without a win, uh, which is um, unfortunately for for them relegation fodder. On the other hand, Manningham picked up a massive a massive win. Uh, in front of uh, their big crowd yesterday, uh, down at their uh, grand opening of Petty's Reserve down there in Manningham, mm-hmm. um, and a fantastic two-one uh, win. Uh, goal scorers were Noah Mialidis and Festin Azizi. Um, Patricka scoring the goal for for um, for Werribee, but um, yeah, um, Werribee, Werribee, I think could be in uh, trouble. Obviously, Golden Valley are, are almost certainly uh, done and dusted and, uh, yeah. and, and down. Uh, but Werribee, um, unless they can turn it around very, very quickly, um, you know, they're going to be, unfortunately, they're going to be finding themselves in, in MPL 3 in, in 2023. Yeah, speaking of Golden Valley, they gave the league leaders North Geelong a bit of a fright. It was 1-1 at the, um, at the break, but then after that, 
the Warriors really ter- turned on the afterburners and, and just uh, sped away a 5-1 win for North Geelong. And remembering John McEwen reserving Shepparton has not been a happy hunting ground for the Warriors, but the um, table toppers, um, thanks to two goals by Caleb Mikulich, who now takes his season's tally to 14 goals, and he's um, by far the leading marksman in NPL 2. But uh, we also saw Nelson Salvatore, an own goal, and the return of young Luka Jurkovic. Now, um, he's been off, I think, for almost two months with injuries or thereabouts. But the return of Jurkovic scoring a goal um, and the fact that Caleb Mikulic is, is once again starting to hit the back of the net, mate, that must be an ominous sign, um, ominous warning to the rest of the league with what... Uh, We've got seven rounds to go, I suppose. Uh, North Geelong are really, really looking good. And um, if they keep on going the way they've been going, and they've got a few games against lower opposition over the next couple of weeks, uh, North Geelong could really, really, um, you know, be in pole position for promotion, Craig. Yeah, it is uh, good to see Luka Jukovic back. He's a young player. I think he's only 18. Um, you know, uh, has has had a good couple of seasons down there after moving from uh, from Melbourne Knights. A good young lad. Um, obviously, brother plays there in uh, in MPL Force for Saint uh, for Saint Albans. But um, yeah, look, another good win for for um, for Stewie Beggs' team. Uh, they go from strength to strength, and you know, getting getting Luca back and uh, and Nelson Salvatore who scored his second in in the two games, and Mikalek score uh, continuing to score. Um, you know, it's it is about getting your your players uh, all firing at the same time and. Hopefully for for North Geelong, that's what they've uh, that's what they've got at the moment, and um, you know they've got a five point gap there at the top of MPL two. Um, as you said, they've got some of the lower teams still to play, but you know teams are fighting for uh, survival, so it's not going to be easy. Um, they've got to keep they keep them going. They've had a fantastic season. Nobody probably would have expected them to be at there at the top of the uh, top of the ladder after round fifteen, but uh, they've done a fantastic job, and um, hopefully they can uh, they can continue that and and uh, and push for uh, for MPL next year. Two Friday night games to kick off round sixteen: Pascoe Vale at home to Manningham United Blues and Northcote City at home to Brunswick Juventus. North Geelong Warriors at home to Brunswick City on Saturday. Bulleen Lions host the Goulburn. Valley Suns. Moreland City take on Lang Warren. Uh, that should be a really interesting game there at the, the Well Money Park in well, Campbell Reserve, at his, as it is often known. And Kingston City then take on Werribee City uh, at home in um, in a Monday night fixture as well. Uh, why are they expanding to 14 teams, says uh, Tony Hudson. A good question. And, and whilst we uh, then quickly look at um, the NPL three competition. Craig, why is the NPL two and NPL three expanding to fourteen teams? Any official reasons that you know of? Yeah, I just think it's uh, they're they're uh, they're increasing NPL two and three. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, to try and num- number one is to try and get more games. Of course, yeah, I think so. Non- yeah, it's nonsense that we're having twenty two games. 22, uh, absolutely, at this yeah. level of football, you know, twenty two weeks of a of a fifty two week year doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. So, um, and, I, and hopefully that'll that'll continue to grow, and maybe at some point we'll get to sixteen. But um, yeah, there's a, there's going to be a few changes uh, to the structure. And it can only be good for for football in 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 Victoria for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely, I think, talk about that in future episodes. But I think that's a great thing, you know, an extra month on top of what we've got already. Um, twenty two rounds is just not not near enough. So twenty six round season is 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 a lot better. Um, and I think that's definitely the, you look at the dates, Tom. We're going to be finished the season in what August, September, third early, week, second September. week, third week in August. Oh. 
Yeah, I think yeah, something we've got like to wait that, till yeah. we've got to wait till February before the first yeah. round of the Doherty Cup. So it's it's just it's just too long, and too long. you know they're things that we uh, will uh, <laughs> no doubt be talking about for, for months and years to come until yeah. uh, until things change. I, I don't know about you folks at home, but um, you know now that we've well and truly gone past the halfway mark of the season, and you can almost see the end of the season. I'm actually starting to get a bit depressed thinking about. What happens when August, September rocks around and there's no community football, no You've got to speak football? to your wife. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what happens, Renew, mate. That's why, we're all, that's why we're all itching for more games. Yeah, who wants to go shopping? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. Oh, goodness me. On to NPL 3. Let's move along there. This is a really interesting battle up the top, obviously, for the top four spots. Which um, the top two obviously automatic promotion to MPL two, but then places three and four and allow that um, promotion playoff as well. But then at the foot of the ladder, yes, we don't want to be in those red zone because that means you're going to get relegated to State League One next season. Let's look at some of the results in um, um starting off with um, Friday night. We had a really interesting on Doveton that was a Connor Reserve. Preston Lions after a little bit of a, uh, what was it? Oh, take a little bit of a um, sort of a, a back on track and doing really Yeah, look, Preston Lions, good, good, uh, good win for them at home. Uh, they struggled for the first half. I think a penalty with uh, Chris Davis on uh, 45 minutes and uh, uh, Robert Stambolziev uh, getting the second goal for uh, for Preston Lions um, and keeps them keeps them in the hunt in what is a very very tight um, you know tight top of the league there you, you'd think the top four uh, are, uh, are going to be in contention but uh, Nana Wadding um, have started to get some results as well and just five points behind West United but I think you know those top four are going to be uh, vying for those uh, two automatic promotion spots so Preston Lions two uh, Dufton nil. Yeah, and whizzing through the rest of the results, Western United defeated Box Hill 2-1 on Friday night at City Vista Pavilion. Ballarat City went down to Melbourne City uh, 0-5 at the Ballarat Regional Soccer Facility. The televised game between Melbourne Victory and Springvale White Eagles, the White Eagles held victory very, very well for a long period of time there at Epping Stadium, but then uh, victory came back to win 2-1 in the end. North Sunshine Eagles and Whittlesea Rangers. Now, that's an interesting one. Uh, 2-2, North Sunshine. Well, they they definitely two points lost there. But Whittlesea Rangers, they look doomed. They are, they are certainly heading for State League football next season. And on Saturday night at Stead Park, uh, very disappointed, disappointed coach uh, Jake Butler. Uh, rude uh, several chances and missed chances. And they ended up going down to Nunawandering City 1-0. And speaking of Geelong Soccer Club, their leading marksman, their leading scorer, Bedran Stojanovic, midweek departed Stead Park and he's gone to play in State League One football with Carayo Soccer Club. So that's a big blow for Geelong Soccer Club, who at one stage were harbouring hopes of uh, maybe making that fourth spot. Uh, but now they've certainly, like, well, they've slipped away from Western United, who are in fourth spot. So they're nine points adrift. Um, they're only seven points clear of the relegation zone. So better be careful there, the Red and Blacks from Geelong. Um, but it is a very, very congested. Not only is it congested up the top, but it's very congested down the bottom as well. Great. Uh, look at the fixtures. Round 16. Um, yeah, Preston Lions. To Nunawading City. 
Friday night. night. Yep. yep, that'll be another big fixture. Preston Lions, as we know, have played a lot of their uh, games away in the first half of the season, so we'll have a, a lot of games uh, up there at uh, at uh, BT Connor Reserve uh, over the next couple of weeks, starting on Friday night with uh, Nunna Wadding. Springvale White Eagles at home to Western United. Um, Springvale White Eagles are starting to pose a few problems for some of the clubs up up the top there. Western United are in uh, are hanging in that fourth position at the moment. Five points clear of Nunna Wadding City, but that's not where they want to be. They want to be in second spot, or they want to be in first spot. Now, even though Melbourne City are starting to slip away, uh, both Victory and Western United, they don't want to get into any um, playoff. Um, situation they want to they want an automatic um, promotion so from here on in it's just a case of you've got to win all your games Whittlesea Rangers at home to Geelong Soccer Club on Saturday at Epping Stadium Melbourne City at home to North Sunshine Eagles also on Saturday that's at Parade College Doveton at home to Melbourne Victory and then Box Hill United um, host Ballarat City but uh, let's turn our attention now to State League One Craig Hey, uh, this is one of those toughest leagues to get out of. And uh, we saw on the weekend your club, Caroline Springs, um, unfortunately for George Cross fans, um, went down to Sydenham Park. What happened there? Yeah, uh, they did actually, uh, 2-1, um, which was a, a massively disappointing result for, for the club, uh, for uh, Eric and his, his coaching team um, in, in front of a huge crowd up at uh, City Vista yesterday, uh, it was it was great to see um, them out and a big win for um, for Sydenham Park two one uh, coming up victors there and uh, closes the gap slightly um, on uh, on Caroline Springs. They're still in the it's still in the box seat, Tonch, but um, now it's uh, two two losses out of three. Obviously, losing against uh, Essendon Rolls and Sydenham Park. Um, and they need to get back to uh, to winning ways this weekend when they uh, they travel to Altona to take on Altona City. So um, yeah, it's very very congested there at the top of the uh, of State League One standing, and of course uh, you know top two go through into MPL uh, three, and that's what uh, that's what everybody's vying for. Yeah, look, the, the good news for Caroline Springs is that they do have a game in hand against um, Strathmore, but um, FC Strathmore, geez. They had a good game against um, Essendon Royals on the weekend, a one-all draw against the second-placed Essendon Royals, and as a result, Essendon Royals get relegated. Well, not relegated to they drop to third spot. Um, not a not a result the Essendon Royals wanted. But look, ever since Mickey Chalina has um, taken the helm at Strathnava Reserve, Strathmore. Um, They've actually jumped off the off the foot of the ladder. Uh, they just need to get a couple of good results, and they could find themselves out of the relegation zone after looking um, certainties to be you know wooden spooners, and hence get get relegated back to state two. But um, a good result there for Strathmore. Some of the other results: Karaya Soccer Club they lost one to to Keilor Park. Now, as we mentioned, Vedran Stoyanovic has gone from Geelong Soccer Club in NPL three. He's returned to Karaya. Um, he's like the the yo-yo. He goes between Carrillo and Geelong on so many occasions. He scored for Carrillo, but it wasn't enough. And Keylor Park able to um, sort of slip away from that dreaded relegation zone with a very, very important win there at Hume Reserve. Yarraville, 3-1 winners over Clifton Hill at McIver Reserve. And here's another another interesting result. Banyul City, Craig, uh, they were held to a one-all draw by Altona City. That was uh, at Yalambi Park Reserve. Really interesting result, that one. 
Yeah, look, Altona City are uh, not an easy team to uh, to play against. Very physical, uh, very direct. Um, Banyol City playing up there at Yalambi Park Reserve, which isn't isn't the biggest of uh, of, of pitches anyway. Um, and a one-all draw, um, Banyol, a lot of people's favourites for uh, title contention. They they're still in there, um, just five points behind uh, uh, George Cross, but obviously played uh, uh, a game more. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's um, that. This league is one of the toughest leagues I've, I've, I've seen in in football for for, for many a year. Um, there's anybody can, can beat anybody or anybody can pull up a result of some sorts. Um, and you can see there, you know, the difference between, you know, sixth and seventh is is five points, and the difference from sixth to first is 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 eight points. So, um, it's 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 a tough tough league. And you know, speaking on, you know about George Cross you know it's it's everybody's cup final when they go to when they play George Cross because you know, they know that their aspirations are very very high and whenever anybody comes up to a game they they lift their game massively and you know I suppose it's credit to George Cross because that's the uh, that's that's where they are and that's the sort of the message that they give or not the message they give but that's the perception that they 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 are um, yep. You know, and they've look. They've done very well this year. They've they've had a, a bit of a, a torrid couple of weeks, but um, you know, as I said, it's they're still there. Um, win your games, as it's you know, you win each game as it comes, and take it each week as it comes. I know it's an old uh, an old uh, adage, but uh, win 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 each game. Take one week at a time, and uh, and then move on. But yeah, it's a tough tough league, Tonch. A thrilling culmination coming up there. We'll put the ladder up as we explain the um or, or, or talk about the um the the games coming up in round sixteen next weekend. We got some pearlers, absolute pearlers. Look, Kilo Park at home to uh, uh, Clifton Hill, Strathmore at home to Yarraville. Now this is a big, big game for Strathmore at home to Yarraville. If ever there was a game that they could win, this is it, and they need this result. Whittlesea United at home to Corio, another big game. This is as big as they come. Both these teams need a win. Whittlesea United and Cry. This is what they call a, a true six-pointer. Then we've got Banyol City at home to Brimbank Stallions. Um, look, fourth versus fifth. Can it get any bigger than that? And then Sydenham Park host Essendon Royals, the battle for second, sport, second spot. Wow. It just gets so exciting, these games. This is going to be, I think, one of the rounds of the season um, round 16. And then the big one um, at Kim Reserve Saturday night, the Maltese Derby, Altona City taking on Caroline Springs. Um, always a big, big game between those two. A must-win game for Caroline Springs, Altona City as well. Jeez, can't wait for next weekend. <laughs> and yeah, we're not just that, looking... uh, No, the fixtures over the next few weeks, Tonch, uh, as we uh, as we talk about it each week, are just becoming uh, bigger and bigger. You know, yeah. they, you know, everybody's playing each other over the... The top six are playing each other over the next five weeks. So uh, you certainly, within the next two to three weeks, will we'll have a definitive, I suppose, answer on, uh, on, on where the league's going to go um, and possibly who's going to get promoted. But... Um, yeah, it's a tough, tough league. I keep saying it, but it's one of the toughest leagues I've uh, I've I've ever seen. Absolutely, Jordan Borg. Um, big shout out to Jordan Borg. Thank you for tuning in. Replying to say would be good hearing about all the leagues in one show, not just Geelong teams to remember. But it is what it is. Cheers, mate. Um, and and he he, he makes a, he makes a comment. Um, 
Here we go. Does the lower state leagues get announced or just state one and higher? Really just state one and higher. If your team's in state two, three, or four, get promoted. We can't cover everyone, unfortunately. However, your club can be featured by all means, and we're more than happy if your club is um, anywhere and they're willing to sponsor one of the episodes, and we will more than happily promote your club in the club in focus. But uh, absolutely, if, uh, if we can get some sponsors um, on board and and, and, absolutely. and not yep. just uh, not just so, our uh, Caroline Springs and um, and George's on Vista, we yep. may be able to do another show in a week, um, yep. concentrating absolutely. on all the all the other leagues. So uh, we, we had it, great it is support. About time. It is yeah, about time, time, and we just haven't got enough of it. No, we don't. And we've had some great support from some clubs over the first three three seasons. Unfortunately, this year has been a bit of a tough year, tough for everyone involved, you know, post COVID. But uh, indeed, um, we're we're certainly not immune to that. Um, without further ado, we're going to take a very very short break. When we return, it's time for the press box, and we start talking about the issues of the day. And today, we're going to be talking about the biggest of them all: the state of football in Australia. What needs to be done? And it's all based on an on an article that was written by the Fairfax um, um, Fairfax's or, or the Age and the Sydney Morning Herald's Michael Lynch, um, entitled or titled "From Kings of Oceania to Asian Minnows Behind the Socceroos Decline." We're going to delve into the true, real state of football in Australia with uh, two of our biggest guests: former Football Australia technical director Rob Sherman and the co-CEO of the Professional Footballers Association, Bo uh, Bush, who will be joining us straight after this break. Folks, don't go away. Extra time has finished, but after the halftime break, we'll be back with the press box. Don't go away. 